Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey, welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IA Path, where we help you as an independent adjuster get started within 90 days with our mentorship programs. If you're interested in getting started, head over to iPath.com. Now, today, what I want to talk about is two different things. Um, we're really getting into the meat of how to get started as an independent adjuster in 2020. We've kind of talked about how you got to dream and know where you're going in your journey to actually end up there. Otherwise, you're just going to be wandering in a wilderness heading the wrong direction. So first, you got to dream. That was part one. Part two, we talked about then adjusting your expectations. So you're not thinking you're going to get there in 20 days when in reality it might take six months. We need your expectations right so you're not going to give up before the right time, that you can kind of gauge your success and how much success you're having based on those adjusted expectations. But now in part three, I really want to tackle something that's at the heart, in my opinion, of your success. And it's what you're going to do to actually stand out in this industry. So here's the question. How do independent adjusters and appraisers like us, who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes, and profits, who are spending our own money and reputation, how do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments, and more income? without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while we stand out in the crowd? That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. All right, welcome back from the introduction. So today in part three, we're going to tackle two different things. One is we're going to talk about the typical way of thinking. This is the way that most of uh, the new IAs get started with and how they look at getting started. And we've kind of glanced on it uh, and touched on it on the last few episodes. But I really want to dive into that, the typical way of thinking versus how I think you should now tackle where you're going with your adjusted expectations and how you can kind of flip everything to get the advantage in your favor. Now, this is something I talk about a lot in my uh, book, The Independent Adjuster's Playbook. So if you've read that, this may be a little bit of a refresher for you, but I really think that listening and talking about this and rolling it around in your own head and challenging yourself and challenging me is something that's gonna help you, even if you don't follow my advice. That's cool, that's totally cool. I'm here to give you a different perspective so then you can feel more confident as you move forward with your own opinions and your own ideas. I'm just here to help uh, for you form those opinions. Okay, so 
Speaking of opinions, I gotta let you know that it is my opinion that a great company to work for is ACD. ACD is an amazing IA firm that uh, works with you to handle auto claims, heavy equipment claims, RV, motorcycle, and even small property claims. So if you're interested in working with a great IA firm that has amazing technology and staff, then you should check out ACD. You can get on their roster by just emailing them at acdcorp.com. That's network at acdcorp.com. And if you hear the wind in the background, I'm on my sailboat and it is dang windy here today. So I apologize for that, but hey, that is life and we're going to roll with what we have. So today in part three of how to become an independent adjuster in 2020, we have got to tackle your mindset moving forward. And the typical mindset that you're going to hear about on the internet, the typical thing that most people feel they have to do, and they're not wrong in thinking this, is just the typical way to tackle becoming an IA is really five different steps, okay? And number one, it's to get your adjuster's license. That's the first thing that people think you gotta do. Number two is to get some Xactimate training. Number three is to get uh, property and roof training. Number four is to get on the major rosters. And the number five is to wait. Now this isn't wrong, okay? I have a lot of people email me and they're like, Chris, I'm sorry, I did it wrong. I did it in the order, the typical way of thinking. And like, no, 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 that's not what this is about. It's not about being right or wrong. It, it could be though the difference in between working and not working um, if you don't do things properly. Like if you don't have an adjuster's license, like the typical way of thinking tells you, you need an adjuster's license and you do. If you don't have an adjuster's license, you're not going to get work. I can guarantee you that because you don't have an adjuster's license. You're not even in the running, right? If you're not on rosters, you're not in the running. So it's not that this list is wrong or bad, but if, like we covered last time, it's gonna be very competitive. If over tens of thousands of people are coming into being licensed adjusters in a single state in a single year, that's a lot of competition if you're gonna do things exactly the same as them. And so what I really wanna dive into is how do we make you set yourself apart? How do you stand out? What is it that IA firms are looking for when choosing an IA? How are they making these decisions? Because that's what we need to focus on. How are clients choosing who they use, right? Because these are our clients, these are our customers, uh, the IA firms are our customers and we need to make sure that we're appealing to them as an IA. And being a new IA, it's really hard because it's not like you have a bunch of experience to fall back on or history with a company that they're gonna go ahead and hire you just because of your good relationship together. If you don't have one of those cozy relationships already, you gotta create them. And how are you gonna have that opportunity if you just do exactly what everybody else is doing? And that's what I'm gonna challenge you on is look at this, maybe you don't need to go the traditional route. Maybe you need to look at things a little bit differently. Even if you go after property, there's a different way to go after property than what 99.9% .9 of people do. And we're gonna talk about that today, about how to switch your mindset from doing what everybody else does to taking the advantage back and giving it to yourself. And then next time, we're gonna walk through very specific plans. So we're gonna kind of continue this conversation of shifting the mindset, but actually give you the application to it for each and every path that you may be pursuing. So, um, the typical way of thinking is not wrong, but in the end, what it does is it creates this, what I call an house advantage. And the house advantage 
is for the IA firms, it's for the insurance companies. They are going to be taken care of, which is great. They gotta be taken care of. And they're looking out for their number one customers and that's what they need to be doing. Um, but for you, if you just follow exactly that roadmap, you're gonna end up helping the IA firm, giving them more numbers to report to the insurance company saying, hey, we have 200 new IAs that came on board and are on our roster and ready to deploy when the time comes, if you need it, State Farm, Allstate, whoever. Look, we have now 12,000 people on our roster. Well, you being the 12,000th doesn't help you. It doesn't help you get work very much unless something extreme happens. And so I don't want you to just get in the back of that line. I want you to find a way to stand out and start making some moves. So the typical way of thinking is not wrong. It may eventually lead to success. And for some people, it leads to it pretty quickly. Um, but for the majority of people, it doesn't. And so what we need to look at is this house concept of the house advantage. If you've ever been to a casino um, or you've ever heard about casinos and how it works is the casinos have an inherent advantage. They know what the odds are that you're going to win. They know what the odds are that you're going to get 21. And they are playing those odds and banking on the odds that over time they're going to make more money than you will win. That's the, that's the house advantage. It is built in. The little fluffy animal game where you pull on the crane and you win one out of 20 times, they have a built-in advantage on that crane game that more often than not, they're going to win and they're going to make money. And the same thing goes for the IA industry. More often than not, you are not going to be the one to come out on top. And I don't like the odds because the odds of you against thousands does not add up to me i don't i don't like it i don't think you like it and we need to find a way to change those odds so that's the house advantage is that we got to understand and recognize that this game we are entering into the odds are already stacked against us and we have got to tackle this smarter we've got to look at this different to be able to change these odds to give us back the ia an advantage all right, so now that we kind of know that a typical way of thinking is not wrong, it can get the desired result that you want, but just the odds aren't in our favor, how do we then switch and get the IA firms to look at us differently even though we're number 12,000? And that's the magic, right? That's the magic. If you can understand what IA firms are really looking for, and not even what they're saying, what they're really looking for. Not what they're saying on their website, saying, oh, you need a adjuster's license, blah, 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 this, 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 this. No, that's the typical requirements, the minimal requirements that are needed. But what is it that they're really looking for? And how do we turn that into an advantage um, for us? So I, I have in my book, five different rules of how this game of the independent adjusting world is played. And I'm not insulting anyone when I call it a game. I hope you guys know that about me. This, to me, is part of the game. It's part of the way our industry works, and we're all okay with it. If you were a plumber, there's a similar game in that career field that helps you get ahead and ones that don't. And I don't know what it is. But in this industry, I've seen kind of what the rules are and how this works. And they're really simple, but it's how you apply the rules and how you work within these rules that then start unlocking new opportunities for you. So rule number one is you must be able to legally handle claims. So what do you got to do? You got to get licensed, right? That's the play. You got to have a license. So there, there's no debating that, right? That's on the traditional way of thinking. That's in my way of thinking, okay? Rule number two is 
you must work for an IA firm, in my opinion, to get started. So the play is you got to get on rosters, right? That was on the traditional way of thinking. That's what I think as well. So that's a rule. Rule number three, you must be able to complete your claims. So what does that mean? You have to get trained. That's the play. You got to get trained, okay? These are the ways that you can tweak this game and leverage things to make the odds better for you, okay? So that's rule number three, get trained. Rule number four is you must know people. So you have to get connected, okay? Must know people. You got to get connected. And rule number five is you must have experience. So what's the play? You got to get working. The more experience you have, the better odds you have of getting work. So let me recap these rules. Rule number one, you must be able to legally handle claims. So the play is to get licensed. Rule number two, you must work for an IA firm. So that means you gotta get on their rosters. Rule number three, you must be able to complete your claims. The play is you gotta get trained, you gotta know what you're doing. Rule number four, you must know people. The play, the way you do that is you get connected. And rule number five is you must have experience. So you gotta get working. That's how you're gonna do that. Because in the end, that's really the only things you have any control over, is those five things. You have no control over the weather, you have no control over the thousands of people who've already worked for Pilot or Whirly or Ebrels or the best IRS that already have a de relationship developed with that IA firm, and rightfully so. They're going to turn to somebody they trust first before they take a chance on somebody like you. Okay, So we have to play within these five rules and say, okay, if these are the rules, how do I win? Right? This is how chess works, but how do I actually come out on top how do i put somebody in checkmate these are the rules but that doesn't really tell me how to win right so that's the rules these are the things that you need to have ingrained in your head that i have control over these are the things that can change my fate from being one in twelve thousand to one in thirty or one in sixty or one in a hundred or one in twelve or one in two in some cases and for me realizing that when I wrote the book, The Independent Adjuster's Playbook, um, that, that was the only things we had control of. It, it was freeing, but at the same time, it was, it was tough because now we're very limited in the things we can do. But hey, some of the best teams of all time in sports have been the ones who do the fundamentals best. Well, that's the five fundamentals. Don't get too fancy. That's the things you can do. That's the stuff you should be looking at. And so now, what I want to talk about a little bit this week and then we're going to really dive into it next week is how do we turn it into an IA advantage with those five simple rules what can we really do to unlock opportunity um, now the, the number one thing I've noticed this is going completely off script off the book everything number one thing I've noticed as I've been working inside of IA path and talking with IA firms and talking with IAs is um, and in myself as well, uh, the deal is about us humans, we are inherently lazy. Okay, I don't know if it's just human beings in general, if it's Americans, but I am lazy. And if I can see a shorter route, a shorter way, an easier path of less resistance, guess what? I'm going to head that way. Same with IA firms. The IA firms are going to go to the path of least resistance. So if they have a guy they've trusted 20 times before that's never let them down, they're going to go that way. That's the path of least resistance. The same is true for IAs, though. For us who are just getting started or for those veterans who have been in it a while, 
if there's a path of least resistance, we're going to take it. If we have an adjuster's license and we don't have to go get another one right away, guess what we're not going to do? We're not going to go get another license right away. It's the path of least resistance. I can head to an easier task and come back to that one. So how do you take advantage of these five simple plays? Is you do the things that other people are not willing to do. It's no magic to this. 99.9% of IAs do not do what IA firms actually say they need once you get into their IAA orientations. Once you really hear what they want you to do, people don't do it. Why? Because it's the hardest path. It's not easy. They think there's another path, one of least resistance. But in the end, it ends up being longer. It ends up costing more. It ends up um, spinning your wheels and wasting your time, effort, energy, and money, and hopes, and your dreams when you just go and take the easy path. Oh, I'm just going to go get my reciprocal license in Oklahoma. Okay, there's nothing wrong with having a license in Texas and a reciprocal license in Oklahoma. But that's what everybody does, okay? Or a reciprocal license in Florida and Texas. Great. One of 2,000. Cool. But there's things that you can do to stand out. There's things you can do um, that make you look different from everybody else. And it's the things that are not the path of least resistance. It is the hard things. It is learning heavy equipment. It is doing things like getting your New York license, which means doing a whole nother test and everything after you get your original adjuster's license because you want to stand out because most people don't have New York. It's learning how to handle auto so you can get an auto uh, appraiser's license in certain states because that's valuable to certain IA firms. It's learning to actually be good at the job you know, and actually be efficient, as Matthew Allen says, and learn to write at the house and close your claims same day of inspection. Okay, it's the hard things that make you stand out and be different within those five plays that most people don't do. And that's how you can get ahead in this industry without just getting in line. I promise you, getting in the back of the line is not a bad idea. I just don't think it's the best idea. So next week, what we're going to do is we're going to dive through three different ways, three different plans of how you can gain the advantage depending where you want to end up in your career we've been harping on this you have to have a vision for yourself of where you want to go next week we're going to talk about how and why and what steps to take to get there at the desired result but this week you got to readjust your mindset i have five things i can do there's only five things i have any control over and i need to figure out what are the things that most people are not willing to do that i can do So while they're going the path of least resistance, I'm getting ahead. I'm going in front of the line. Number one, you must be able to legally handle claims. So it's about getting licenses. Rule number two, you got to be able to work for IA firms. You got to get on rosters. Rule number three, you must be able to complete your claims. You must get trained. Rule number four, you got to know people. You got to get connected. And rule number five, you must have experience. So you need to get working. Okay, so here's a little clue without giving you all the little steps in between. So rule number one, we talked about this, getting a license. What are some things people aren't willing to do? Most people aren't willing to go get New York right away. That's an easy win right there. If you go get your New York license, you're ahead of so many people. Okay, so that's an example of how rule number one can be used to your advantage. Rule number two, you must work for an IA firm. So you got to get on rosters, right? Well, most people get on a handful of rosters. They don't go get on dozens of rosters. They don't go contact 8, 10, 20, 
30 IA firms like Kagan Blackburn did. If you want to know about how he did it, you can go get the Networking Adjusters Playbook. But he contacted dozens of people and kept following up. So he got on those rosters, right? So that's a way you can beat out everybody else. The path of least resistance is get on a handful and think you're doing your job good enough. Well, if you want to double, triple, quadruple your results, double, triple, quadruple the number of firms you get on. So rule number three is you must be able to complete your claims. You got to get trained. Well, how are you getting trained? Are you just doing the bare minimum training? Are you darn good at Xactimate? Are you able to rock out Sketch? Are you able to do Auditex and CCC1? Do you practice writing estimates or have you just done the bare minimum? Because I promise when someone talks to you, they know how much you really know based on your conversation. Um, if you're able to hang with the conversation or not, they're gonna figure out real quick your level of training. Um, are you being trained by somebody with a lot of credibility? Are you being trained by an internet company that nobody trusts and that's super inexpensive and you just want the cheapest training? How are you getting trained? What kind of credibility did your training lend you? So then rule number four, that's in a way you can take advantage of rule number three. So rule number four, you gotta know people, you gotta get connected. Now this isn't just IA firms, right? This isn't just, let's get on some rosters like Pilot, Worley, Everill. That's great, those are the big dogs. You gotta get on those lists. But who else are you talking to? You talking to Jason Heenan over at Royal Adjusting? You talking with Jeremy Reddig on LinkedIn over at Adjuster University? You talking to me and Matthew Allen? Are you talking to different small IA firms who are looking for good quality people? Or are you just sitting there hitting the easy application buttons on the big companies? You got to look at who you're connecting with because it's not about who you know, it's about who you get to know. All right, so that's how you can take advantage of rule number four. Rule number five, uh, is you got to have experience. You got to get working. A lot of people just wait for the big money storms because they don't have the, the, the capital or the, the patience or the time, the effort, the energy to build the business from scratch when there's not a lot of money in it. But I can tell you, if you start handling claims, whether it be auto, whether it be property, whether it be virtual assist, whatever you can get your hands on, if you start handling claims and you're actually closing claims, so you're a claims handler now officially, you're going to be viewed differently than someone who sat with licenses for two years with no experience. You have a better shot because you can show you're actively working. You can show you know how to complete a claim and you can talk the talk and walk the walk. That's how you can take advantage of rule number five. So that's the kind of thing we're going to be talking about next week, but in real specificity about what you can do in your career to move forward. We'll conclude the four-part series of how to become an independent adjuster in 2020 next week thank you guys for listening so much if you want a copy of the independent adjusters playbook just go to my website ipath.com it's free there at one point it was an amazon bestseller it sold over a thousand copies on amazon and it's great it's great for giving you basics and fundamentals to get started but listen ultimately this book is freaking paper my words are garbage, right? Nothing matters about what I say, except if you apply it and use it in your own way that works and makes sense for you in your situation. Maybe something I've said doesn't apply to you. That's cool, great. Take what I've heard, take what you think is garbage and throw, you know, keep what's good and throw out the rest, right? I don't pretend to understand it all, but I do think that this book can help you get started and um, help clear up some of the things about our industry because it's not a big mystery it shouldn't be a big mystery um but i want you to be able to have some handles to it so the independent justice playbook it'll give you step by step how to get started so look forward to talking with you guys next week i hope this helped 
I really do. That's what I'm trying to do is trying to help people get started, trying to help you through iPath, get started in the next 90 days with mentorship. So if you want to mentor under me, you want to be my apprentice, you want to be Matthew Allen's apprentice, you want people in the community of iPath to surround you and help make you a success and introduce you to IA firms as you prove you're ready and competent, then head over to iapath.com, choose the mentorship path that makes the most sense for you. And I look forward to talking with you guys soon. And if you're a part of the auto class coming up, like tomorrow night it starts, I will see you on Tuesday. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim your life.